to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 288. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up, guys? Phil Dazzing. What's going on? James Babb. Hello. James Babb. Hello. He said hello, dude. I totally missed it. It must be my internet now. So, yeah, dude. Right. And, uh, and special guest, Liberty Memes co-founder, David Andrew Gay is with us tonight. Thanks for coming oh. on, David. Always for liberty. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. Right so on. like, so like liberty memes. When when did uh, you and your brother start that page? So it goes back a little bit before we started the page. Uh, the two of us, me and Peter Gay, we were uh, we were Ron Paul activists starting in about two thousand six, two thousand seven, uh, before he ran for president, actually. Um, and we were both county coordinators for his presidential campaign. I actually ended up being kind of a state co coordinator, um, working in the, in Ron Paul campaigns, did, did a lot of stuff for that dude. Um, even ran for office with his endorsement a couple of times. And at the same time, we were making some memes on our Facebook pages that were doing pretty well, but we really didn't know what like a page was. It was just like our personal accounts. And so in 2013, Peter made a page, my brother, uh, called Liberty Memes. Now, at the time, I was running for political office as a Republican. Really? <laughs> and uh, yeah. and uh, it was running for city council uh, with Ron Paul's endorsement. And, uh, and uh, really a pain in the neck to the establishment. And that was fun. Um, but I, I felt like I couldn't express my anarchistic leanings that I already had uh, been developing for some time um, while running for office as a Republican, you know, kind of felt like some of what I said was muted or things would be twisted if I said what I really believe. And Peter added me as an admin of Liberty Means while I was still running for office. I was like, you know what, this is, this is a great outlet for the message. This, you know, totally anonymous. It's just the message gets out there. And even, even if people disagree with it, they still had to see it. Right. So, sure. so we got started back in 2013 and we did pretty well up until about what last uh, the October before. So October of 2018, I was actually helping uh, win at the door for young Americans for Liberty. I was out in the middle of the woods and had no internet connection. And somehow one text message gets through and it says Liberty memes is gone, dude. And we had, we had gotten up to like 600 thousand followers on one page another eighty thousand on a backup page another thirty thousand on another so, so the, we, we, we hey, hey david what year was that that would be october 2018 yeah so that was that was right around the same time that punk rock libertarians got uh deleted mm -hmm, that was the great zuckening now one thing that happened in 2016 we were very critical of hillary clinton not that we were supportive of trump we were just critical of clinton and yeah. uh, we made her look really, really bad. And there were some memes that went on just on fire, went around the world. Um, the one in particular is the one that the day that the director of the FBI chose not to press charges against her for her multiple felonies. Um, 
we immediately had this meme up that said, silly Americans, laws are for poor people. <laughs> and the thing about that meme is not only did it show her as among the elite and totally detached um, and, and immune from ever having to pay for anything that she does. Um, the thing about that, though, is that meme was posted before the news cycle. So before anybody had a chance to even get to their house and watch CNN and be told what to think. So when we posted that, it went viral very, very, very quickly. It went around the world and Facebook took it down and sent us a threat that they would take our entire page down if we had another violation. So that made international news. So Facebook wasn't deleting us for a little while, but I think we were on their radar like, hey, next time we do something, we're going to remove them quietly. So it's like they had the holes ducking at the beginning of October 2018 or maybe the end of September 2018. Uh, a whole lot of pages went down. And then a week and a half later, as soon as it left the news cycle, because they knew we were good at making press, uh, as soon as it left the news cycle, they got us. Mm. Yeah, like, like I, I believe I remember right after we got zucked and then the Free Thought Project got zucked, police the police. Um, just Ant- a- Anti-media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, like all those pages. But and then that was a severe zucking. I, I thought I remembered right after yeah. we got zucked. I, 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 right after we got zucked, I, I, your page was one of the pages I went to, and I'm like, well, at least they didn't get liberty memes. But yeah, yeah they, I remember yeah, thinking that happened. too. I was like, damn, I'm surprised they didn't get caught up in this mess. Yeah, two months Black later, Thursday. <laughs> yeah. There was a time. There was a time that we uh, referred to ourselves as unzuckable. Uh, we went, uh, you know, a whole two and a half years without being messed with after that incident, after we had made press. I mean, it was on Breitbart, Blaze, Front Page, Drudge Report, everything. So we, we did pretty well in terms of press. And so they kind of, they were afraid that that would happen again. And they waited until we couldn't use the news cycle to our advantage. So that's kind of what happened there. Well, can I ask you, uh, when you did get zucked, uh, how many followers were there at the time? Yeah, like I said, um, around six hundred thousand on the main page alone. Wow, wow! And now, and then immediately afterwards, it seemed like there were like a hundred different me- new meme pages that sort of yeah. like, like that, sort of like you weren't. can, you can they strike me really. down, you can strike me down, but you know you will only make me stronger. Um, the one that I'm using right now is actually one of those pages that has been on reserve for me since that day. Hmm. Like uh, Liberty Leams, definitely, <laughs> definitely not Liberty Memes. Liberty Memes yeah. can, you know, like just goes on and on and on and on and on. Like, so like, yeah, so those aren't, hold, so, hold on. So you're saying those aren't all you guys? No, no, no they're not all us. Um, there's a lot of them that, there's a lot of them that are run by our supporters and there's a lot of them that are actually run by people who hate our guts and think they can do it better. And, uh, you notice the difference actually, and I'll tell you what it is. One, we're not necessarily the best creators of original content. I'm going to admit that right away. I, but I don't believe that copying is best. So, no, we don't either. So yeah, we, we uh, take most of our, I I try to give credit when I know who made an original meme. If I know who it is, sometimes people will flip out. Hey, you stole my meme. It's, oh, okay. You know, what's your name? I'll write it down and put it on the page and say that you made the meme. Okay. J- just, just <laughs> mail it to the Vagisil. But I like to give credit. I think it's a noble thing to do. But it's you know what? That, that does bring up a question. 
that brings up a question of like, you know, a meme etiquette. And for instance, when I create a meme, it's not very often, but when I do it and, and I see it like reproduced in the wild, I get a warm feeling right here. Okay. Like that's what I'm looking for. I'm not, I don't care about the credit. I just, in fact, when I see my own profile pic used as other people's profile pics, because it says, uh, go AWOL. Right. And it was very, it became very popular. Other people use it as their profile pics. I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I, usually, I usually do um, make my watermark, you know, unless it's something where I'm like, Hey, you know, I want everybody to know I made this, but in general, the watermarks I make, I make them kind of camouflaged with the color of the meme that I'm making. And uh, I do this so I know where it is and I know where it's headed and where it's been. Um, but sometimes right. they'll come back to me in, in threads on my own page and I'll say, hey, nice water rank. And they're like, whoa, I didn't even know that was from here. So that's always cool, too. Um, but, yeah, back to the original point. They weren't, uh, we're not necessarily the best creators of OC, but we do have a sense of humor. And we can recognize when something's good. And when we do make something, we make sure that it's a good joke. You know, we don't just put something out there just to put it out there. Uh, you'll be able to tell one of the copycat pages that doesn't really follow us well when the humor sucks all the time or it's just kind of corny or too serious or if it's just like laced with superfluous profanity because we're kind of a, we're kind of a PG-13 page. <laughs> I think it's, well, I mean, we were just talking earlier when we were waiting for you that, that if it wasn't for Liberty memes and maybe the, the real Southeastern volunteer Michigan militia meme page or you know, a couple others, I wouldn't even need an internet. Like, I'd be fine without it. But like, to <laughs> me, like, this is such a value I know to so many people that, you know, people say like, how can you even use Facebook anymore? That's garbage. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, the memes. That's all I like. I, I, I like, what, you know, what's not to love? Yeah, you guys right? were definitely like pioneers in the, in the early days for like meme. Like you said, you didn't necessarily make them all yourself, but there is an art to curating them. And I just remember in the, you know, just not it's to like say that you've lost your touch, but like in the original yeah. meme page, it was like every meme that I saw was just like fire. It was just like, wow, this is, I guess I got to follow these guys. And then, you know, yeah. Um, now about reach, you know, after we were zucked and we had to rebuild our page and everybody knows there was like a magic 5,000 and then 10,000 followers mark and a 15,000 followers mark where everybody would just get their reach just shut down. Yeah. Um, now actually I suspect that either our posts from the last few days are so absolutely amazing that the whole country loves them or that the content moderators, moderators are so busy trying to track down people who are planning actual violence that they haven't had time for libertarian pages lately because they're I'll doing reach. COVID tracing. Yeah. So they, reach, they don't have time reach. to worry about memes. <laughs> our reach actually recently went from between like two and three million per month all the way up to six million in three days. So that's pretty Yeah. Good. Yeah. The coincidence. That's not coincidence. Yeah, Phil's Phil noticed one of the one of, that happened with one of his memes, which normally sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys all suck. We all suck. Every everybody sucks. <laughs> I'm just messing with Phil, but yeah. <laughs> so um, I'd actually like to get in an, another thing that we do with Liberty Memes besides memes. Um, in the past two years or since March of 2018, when I created Liberty Memes Community Group, we've taken a shine to helping people through uh, voluntary interaction. Um, 
And in the past two years, inspired actually by voluntarism in, in America, uh, voluntarism in action. Yeah. Uh, we page. were inspired by them. They came to us and said, hey, you've got a lot of reach. Why don't we run this together? And we helped fund a kidney transplant for a little girl to the tune of like $30,000, dollars um, And we were like, well, I like this. Our audience just came together for that. Let's do it again and again and again and again and again. And it got really annoying for some people. But other people were like, I'm going to stick around. And every time I have a chance to help, I'm going to help out. Otherwise, I'll just do what I can to help these posts get through. And at this point, we've helped raise nearly $1 million just by using our own, our own network of the followers on the page and members wow. of our group. I had no so, idea it was that much, but mm -hmm. I've, I've, we've definitely noticed these campaigns. So that's amazing. Yeah. After a while, it gets, you know, people realize just how consistent it is. When I was first doing it, they were like, oh, you know, oh, one of these friggin' handout things again. Oh, one of these things again. It, it got to the point where a lot of people left or even to the point where a lot of people were quitting, rage quitting. They thought that we were like, I don't know, organizing these campaigns with friends so that we could get a cut or something like that. Um, but whatever it is, they, they didn't like it. But a lot of people stayed around and enough people to make that sustainable. And we've just been able to help so many people that it's just been amazing uh, with life-saving surgeries, uh, eviction prevention, paying people's entire mortgages to the tune of over $10,000. And this is just like with 100 to 200 people being active in a cause at a time. Wow. So, what do you use to raise money for that? What platform? Um, anything that the person can use, you know, if the person needs it on Venmo, we can do it through Venmo. If they need it yeah. through Cash App or PayPal or, or GoFundMe, just really a living because we're not the ones that, that set them up. We're not the ones that actually make them. We don't receive any of the funds. They don't come to us yeah. um, unless, it, unless it's something that I'm going to physically go out and do myself. I'm not raising any of that money for myself. Right. Um, so that goes straight to the recipient and so we're basically the hosts and we're the promoters of the cause. And that's, uh, that's pretty much my job. I do that full time because when there's a cause, there's a lot more that goes into it than just posting it to the page. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of curation that goes on. There's vetting that goes on. Um, there's messaging all my different groups that help fight through the algorithm. There's commenting, there's reposting, there's finding different ways to word things so that people actually get the point that this person needs help. There's a, there's a lot that goes into it. And then there's also all the pushback things. And then there's every time you successfully find a cause, you get 50 more in your inbox. And that's heartbreaking. Right. Do you ever get one that's like, oh, come on, you're just a loser. Forget it. You know, like, go help yourself. Like, no, we're not covering your beer fund this week. Or oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. And so I, I made it to the point where, like, I just, tell, I just don't care at this point. Uh, we do what we can to help who we can, when we can, and I don't really care what it's for. Um, usually I try, I try to find causes that the community will support, of course. Um, but there's some things that people will support and some things that they won't. Uh, for example, people don't like to pay for veterinary bills. They don't care about animals. They only care about people. And then there's people who only care about animals and want people to die. So they won't <laughs> help all the other causes. So it's a, it's can, a wonderfully diverse community. We have both kinds of uh, sick bastards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's, some total, there's some total douche nozzles out there. So I'm actually just sitting here in the park. Let me stand up for a minute. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of causes that we've helped, and, and there's a lot that we have to reject just because they're not sustainable. 
uh, we found that it's easier to just kind of plot along with, uh, you know, $2,000 causes, $3,000, because the community can sustain them. If somebody sees like a $50,000, $100,000 cause or something that is already self-funding elsewhere, they, they won't help. So we try to keep it to like causes that are exclusive in our community. And the goal is something that we can actually reach as a community. Um, so, but, all that, but all that's amazing because this is from a meme page. And we've actually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took a lot of work and a lot of uh, discussion of philosophy and a lot of different posts to explain where I'm coming from in order for people to understand, you know, that it's okay to use a meme page audience to do these things. Why not? And, uh, and I mean, it's actually, not like you, should, you can always ignore it if you're not into that. So why not? I mean, to me, to me, it's like, this is the way. For me, this is how we prove to people that we don't need government to do all these things for us. Right. Um, right. right. Who's, how are we, we going to uh, take care of poor people? With memes. Yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> and the funny thing about that is, like, I think one of the first, the first ever fundraisers that were actually held was for $100 on PayPal because somebody said, oh, what are you going to run society on meme? And I made a PayPal fund called Proof Society Can Run on Memes. And boom, <laughs> five seconds, $100. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was all from like little $2 donations too. So I was like, yeah, oh, wow. society can run on memes, you idiot. All right, next question. It was a lot of fun with that one. That's cool. So, uh, so David, like, uh, what like pages do you have right now that you're working on? Well, Liberty Memes. I have a lot, actually, and I don't usually <laughs> say what they are because some of them are creative outlets. Some of them are outlets for things that, like, I don't want my friends from church to see. Uh, <laughs> so it's all not, PG, like, not PG rated. <laughs> not PG, yeah, they're not PG rated. I mean, you know the, the, the big black dude meme that's out oh, yeah. right now? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> well, obviously... Um, Obviously, I've got a censored version, but it's called Safe for Work Big Dick Memes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, it's pretty much just ridiculous memes with that dude. Like, uh, you know the Y'all with the Cult meme with Hank Hill? Yeah. Oh, yeah, y- Y'all with the Cult. Basically, yeah, yeah. basically, Hank Hill pulls up to the bus and he says, Y'all the dude, you, you the dude with the big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's... And instead of saying, yep, this is it, the guy's just hanging out the window and he says, whoa, it's huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also run a page called Troll Strong. I run the page Anti-Meme, which is basically... Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. I, I, yeah. I love that page. <laughs> I run Anti-Meme. I run Ron Halloween, which I try not to activate unless there's a riot going on, unless there's some sort of a nuclear war about to happen, or unless it's Halloween. <laughs> And there's a whole bunch. Oh, I guess that's active right bunch. now, huh? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, that, and I also have Harambe 2016, which mm. anytime I see a mention of Harambe that, uh, that sounds good to me, I'll post it there and share that to Liberty Memes. But that's, I've had that since 2016, since they, you know, yeah. since they shot our sweet prince. Oh, yeah. Yes. R.I.P. Pour one out. So, uh, so uh, David. Power. David, question: Have you been following the uh, the whole like uh, libertarian presidential thing? Um, I don't know if your page being called Punk Rock Libertarians entails that you're involved with some sort of a political party, but I already no, get, I, mean, I already get pigeonholed because the word liberty is in my page, and everybody's like, "Well, if this is what the Libertarian Party is all about, I'm out of here." And I'm like, <laughs> um. 
I'm not a party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's so cool though party. that you could that's so cool that people were like a like didn't want to join the lp because of your memes right like, <laughs> yeah you were like a very early filter for idiots yeah no, that's fantastic I, I mean i'm sure that they would thank you if you know if they if they knew well i mean it depends it obviously it depends um on it depends on what the content is who's getting offended really if, if it's somebody that you don't even want around I mean, anybody who's going to get offended in that fashion over some trite little meme, obviously, you don't want that person in your life. So, sure, yeah. Well, plus, um, how are you, you going to win a meme war with, with that kind of baggage on your team, right? No, like, uh, yeah, like, no oh, way. Well, you work for, oh, yeah, well, you have a special interest backing you. No, I'll tell you what my special interest is, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I have a Patreon, and I'm a capitalist. So that's what it is. We were just uh, discussing some liberal podcast and how many Patreons they had. Woo, and um, a lot. It, it was it was huge. Who had that? Uh, yeah, Jerry, it was uh, numbers on the, that? the Chapo Chapo Trap House oh. is a yeah, uh, Chapo Trap House is up to like two hundred thousand people on their Patreon. Oh yeah, I it's think, ridiculous. I think he's making well like nearly two million dollars per month. I don't. What? It wasn't that much. It was like two hundred thousand per month, but. Still quite a few, quite a bit. Uh, I'm ridiculous. So why I, I are say, communists I say, I say the best capitalists? Like well, absolutely. It's like they're like, hey, let's use their tool against them. And I'm like, why don't we actually use our tools for us? Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, the libertarians though, they're absolute worst in opening up and helping somebody else. They're like, oh well, I'm I'm only a libertarian because I don't want anybody to touch my stuff. And mm. And it's like, don't touch my ducats, don't touch my wallet, don't tax me, don't don't come anywhere near my stuff. And but haven't you proven the opposite is true? Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's like I've I've had to change that culture because we've had this culture of just don't touch my stuff without the second part of. I think you're. I think you're bringing. Care. I think you're thinking about that Republican culture you came from because well, no, the, it comes the, to, I, the I anarchists and libertarians I know have been into mutual aid for a long time, yeah. and and uh, and they always will be. Well, I get it from both sides. Uh, people who join libertarianism for whatever reason, and if they're you know left libertarians, they're like, well, that's okay for the government to do, so I don't want you doing it. Um, and if they're right libertarians, they're like, don't touch my stuff. But the point is that. It's okay to believe that no one should touch your stuff. That's completely fine, but it's also okay for people to like you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we want right. to save that. Well, or I think well, it's it also okay to support people. With, it comes with, uh, I mean, the flip side of freedom is personal responsibility. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and the, the, the opposite of these coercive relationships are the voluntary relationships. So... You know, I, I think uh, we all care about the world as much as any typical uh, liberal or bleeding heart who wants to, you know, put a carbon tax on us. Uh, <laughs> we would just rather do it ourselves than, um, than you know, go through all that bullshit. So yeah, I don't, I don't always doubt the sincerity of people's motives. You know, I think even the the hard, most hardcore leftists do it because they actually think that it's the right thing to do. Uh, I think that. Most of us actually, and I don't blame people for being for being socialist and thinking of the government first, because that's how we're all raised in this country. We're all raised socialist in the public school system. You know, sure. if somebody if yep. somebody did something to you, go talk to a teacher. If that doesn't work, go to the go to the principal. If that doesn't work, go to the police. If you have a fire, go to the fire department. If you you know if you need food, go to social services. So we're raised to believe that that's totally legit and totally fine. So then libertarians come along and say, no, 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 that's all wrong. That's all violence. And they're like, what? 
this is the American way. This is what I've been living. Right. Yeah. So it, it, it does come as a shock to a lot of people. And so we can't just be like, okay, you're a commie asshole just because, you know, you believe that it's okay for you to get food stamps. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think that we should do it. I think it creates dependency. But I can't hate my neighbor because they get food stamps. Sure. Hey, let yeah. me ask you a question about uh, uh, what are the role, what's the role of memes in the culture war of, of this era and how important is it is in, a, in, a, in terms of history and, and changes in media and how it affects the course of the world? Where would you rank memes? Well, to me, again, it depends. You know, for me, it has to be funny. Um, I think that there's a very legitimate role of court gesture, uh, or gesture, and that's actually a reason a lot of gestures lost their heads because they told the truth just a little bit too well. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing nowadays. You know, it's kind of the character, caricature uh, cartoons, political cartoons, and, and memes are basically a digital political cartoon. And that's... Uh, I, I would say that we're very effective at it because every single day I get at least two or three comments that say, oh, you think those protesters are here on Liberty Memes right now seeing what you have to say? Ha, 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 fat chance. And then you yeah. look at the views that, the, that it's reached and it's reached a large chunk of society, so their chances are that a percentage of the people at these rallies have seen it. So let me, let me rank these in order of importance in terms of uh, changing the world. Radio... Uh, let's start with the printing press, radio, television, memes. Well, I don't think we'd have memes without the printing press, so I'm going to go with the printing press first and then, and then memes. All right, but as, as – okay, so the printing press was the most changing, but, and then memes, okay. Yeah, because when you said the printing press, obviously uh, that's, how they, uh, that's how they spread the Gutenberg Bible. And uh, I was going to say, you know, number one always has to be proud of Jesus. <laughs> okay. Or how about um, how about uh, mimeograph machines? <laughs> those purple ones that you love. What the about uh, ink smells? Remember those? That maybe are you guys old enough for that? What about lithographs? What about? <laughs> I'm, I'm a. I got a little white going on here. I got the whole silverback thing coming in. Uh, I got four kids. Uh, been married since 2005, so that's 15 years already. I'm not not like a little kid or anything. Dude, did you ever use a mimeograph <laughs> machine at school? Yeah, I did. So my question is, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like this is one of those, yeah. one of the, when a leftist jumps on your page and starts asking you random shit, and you're like, no, I think, well, I just think, um, time? I'm just kidding, man. No, I, I just think that the importance of memes in our culture at this time cannot be understated. Well, I appreciate and it that. It needs to and be recognized. Well, that's actually why I take our content seriously, and that's actually why I take, I value the truth. You know, if I post something that's just half true, um, not according to fact checkers, of course, if I post something that I believe is wrong or someone tells me, hey, uh, they debunked this or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm taking that down because I'm not all about just, you know, using lies to spread. You're not just trying to, to, to get the, my message. the clicks. I'm not, yeah. use, I'm not just trying to get clicks. I'm, I believe in this message. I'm not trying to use lies in order to promote what we do. So, right. yeah. I think it's uh, extremely effective. So, you know, and well, it, yeah, you know, I mean, we've seen we've seen people arrested for sharing memes in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that's isn't right. this becoming like the meme war can turn into a hot war? Where did these mosquitoes come from? See, this is what this is what your people pay for, right here. 
A guy in the woods getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. <laughs> are those them Syracuse mosquitoes? They probably got the crawl. Yeah, where, where are you at, dude? I'm, I'm in Mexican bear land. No, um, just in the middle of a park next to my house in Syracuse, which actually okay. two days ago, the riots pretty much reached a block from my house. Damn. So kinda, Wait, why does hairy. it look like it's daytime? Is that just your camera? No, I'm in a park and I'm kind of across the horizon from the sunset. Huh. Wait, Syracuse? It's like New York? So I keep yeah, New York. in one direction so that I've got sunlight because if I turn around, it hmm. gets a little darker, I guess. A little bit. Yeah. That's bizarre. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So tell us, um, yeah, I know you did something for, um, I believe it was the, uh, the Syracuse Chiefs at the time. If you want to tell yeah, people actually, about that. Actually, it was the Washington Nationals. The, yeah. One of the assistant general managers got leukemia. Yep. And uh, he, uh, he needed an experimental treatment. Basically, anyone with any kind of cancer needs an experimental treatment of one form or another. Um, so we couldn't, you know, just drop $10,000 at a time like first baseman of the Cubs, Anthony Rizzo, did. Um, but we did what we could. We raised a, a good chunk of money for them. And that won us a contest with the local AAA ball club, which was the affiliate of the Nationals at the time. And yeah. that's the Syracuse Chiefs. So, so I got to be a, a minor league baseball player for the day. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Really it broke cool. my heart now that the Syracuse Mets because I'm a big Nats fan. Yeah. Some people don't know this about me. Uh, so I'll tell you, in my personal life, I'm a medical interpreter, Spanish interpreter, have uh-huh. been since 1999. Uh, my wife is actually a political refugee from Cuba. And, uh-huh. yeah, she, uh, her mother was murdered by the regime for, not, for her husband not being a part of the party. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, and by murdered, I mean medical negligence. So when people tell me about social health care being superior, I'm like, get the hell out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after dating her for a little while and already working in the community, Cuban community since 1994 as a volunteer when I was a kid, um, I went to work kind of as a spy in Latin America helping Cuban baseball players escape from Cuba. Wow. That's fucking cool, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. We helped a lot of ball players get out and become professionals. Um, How risky was that for you? What did you, what oh, could have happened to you? I was, I was risking my life. Absolutely. Really? So, wow. Yeah, a lot of things could happen. Fortunately, in the countries that I went to, it was generally not against ball what I was doing. Mm. Um, some countries have pacts with Cuba. So, for example, during the Pan Am Games in the Dominican Republic in 2003, um, if they had known that that's what I was doing, I would have been arrested and thrown in jail for a few days. Uh, mm. That happened to another sports agent that was down there doing the exact same thing. Um, wow. And uh, they actually, the Cuban government made a documentary about it, basically a propaganda film, their own version of the show CSI, which is called Bravo Huella, which means follow the clues. Hmm. <laughs> and so there's actually, so there's actually a, a letter to a baseball player inciting a defection, and it's signed with my name and signature. Wow. Yeah, and, wow. It's, in the, and it's in that propaganda film for the Cuban government which is like their nationally favorite TV show. That's crazy. So yeah, you're yeah. used so, for government propaganda? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I needless to say, you know, yeah. I can't go there. Sure, yeah. So a few years later, I was still working in that, and 
basically there was a switch of baseball players used to defect at tournaments because they had visas and they had permission to be there. And migrant smugglers realized that these guys were good cash cows. So if they smuggled them out, they could get them under contract and force them to pay them a cut of their major league salary. So mm-hmm. migrant smugglers started taking them out. And they were the ones that I came across a few times were involved with the Los Cetas gang. So now and, you're in uh, competition with a gang. So now I'm in competition with basically the second largest Mexican mafia after El Chapo's. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, and they were, they, so they were working with the Miami mafia, the Cuban mob, which does exist. That's, that's not actually Cuban propaganda. They do exist. Um, yeah. And I was in Mexico working with some players in Mexico. And I happened to be in the exact same territory where these guys were. And they invited me over for a barbecue, like regular Cuban dudes. Hey, come over for a barbecue. I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. And so the guy calls me on my way over. I'm about 10 minutes from the place. And he says, hey, uh, where you at? Why don't you stop off at this cafe that's next door and wait for me and I'll come get you. Like, okay. He, says, he comes over and he asks me a few questions. He says, you know what? I've asked you a few questions and determined you're like a, a nice person and a family man. Um, go the hell back to New York because in 10 minutes you were about to be dead. Holy what? fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, you see all this, and this is in 2006 or seven, I think six. Um, they told me, basically, we were going to bring you to this barbecue, and you know all those headless bodies that have been washing up on the beach in Cancun the last few days? You were going to be the next one. Jesus Christ. Because so, wow. you stepped yeah. on their territory. Yeah, so I don't know if these, and, and when I watch shows about this, about like, innocent victims getting in the crossfires and getting killed by drug runners and cartels and stuff. I'm always like, yeah, but did they give him a warning first? I'm always wondering, did they give him a warning? (laughs) (laughs) Because it seems to me that what happened to me wasn't normal from what I've seen on television. Jesus. You know, I don't think when they're going to kill you, they come and they say, hey, you know what? We're going to kill you. Here's your chance. They didn't give Duncan Lemp a warning. I mean, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, most criminal gangs, which happen to all, most criminal <laughs> gangs, belong to the state. So I agree with you there. Yeah, the most vicious one, uh, they don't give warnings, really. I don't yeah, they, they're not, they don't care if you're a nice guy or you have a family. Yeah, That's why I prefer not the, even a knock. I prefer private thugs yeah. over over government. I'm not even going to invite you to a barbecue. They're just going to come to your house and open your window and shoot you in the head. <laughs> yeah, their hospitality is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was one common thread obviously with their criminal gang, and there was a pig roasted ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I had I had absolutely no interest in competing with that. Um, yeah. Two years later, you heard stories about the uh, Dodgers outfielder. Uh, Yasiel Puig and Rangers outfielder at the time, uh, Leonis Martin, both of them were threatened in their homes mm. um, by people because they weren't paying their extortion fees to the, to the cartel that got them out. Um, yes. That was the same people. Jesus. Wow. So, I mean, they, they weren't averse to just going to a Major League Baseball player's house, knocking on the door and pointing a gun at him and saying, hey, you better pay up. Damn. How do they? How do they? How do they extricate themselves from that situation? Do you know? I'm pretty sure they pay. They just paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I'm yeah. sure they've got it and they pay, but a lot of times these uh, fees are pretty exorbitant. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exorbitant. Wow. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> that's well, funny. You don't think of it. These cartels using big words. You know, they they uh they fancy themselves as being refined. So I imagine they say, now, Yasiel, you're going to have to pay up this fee because 
to me, it doesn't seem too exorbitant. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. even know where my head is right now, but you know. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's a wild. Uh... So wait, how'd you end up in Syracuse then? You just, were you fleeing that or what? No, 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 no. I'm from here. Oh, you're from there. Okay. Yeah, I was actually born in Schenectady, which is the home of the first General Electric plant. My grandparents okay. emigrated from Scotland to be engineers at that plant, and that's uh, that's why I'm here. Nice. Otherwise, I'd be in this ugly, annoying country called Scotland, where it's always raining. Mm. <laughs> and, and they and and they want to be part of Britain. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> but I do feel bad for people who abstain from voting and then have to deal with all the crap that comes with what happens when people vote. Yeah, it's true. So right uh, over here, I'm in a parking lot now. I just kind of wandered around the neighborhood. So, so uh, <laughs> David, do you ever vote anymore or what? Yeah, I vote. I vote for Ron Paul, for Mickey Mouse, for you know, for myself. So, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, like I'm, I'm just curious what you think about like the LP's ticket right now. They've got Joe Jorgensen. Who he already to told be, you uh, how bored he was with that. So well, you're, I'll, you're, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Here's, here's the thing. And, and I'll tell anybody the same thing. And I did this with Gary Johnson. And uh, I'll do this again with uh, Yo Jorgensen. Um, <laughs> Send your memes in. I will, help, I will help causes that share, you know, a common thread. And if, and if helping her spread the message, and if she's out there actually spreading the message, then I'll help her do that. I'm totally fine with that. I'm not going to be, like, getting on her campaign. I'm actually friends with Larry Sharp. And I wanted Larry Sharp to win the race for governor. Um, and I even helped him. And I went to a few doors and I said, hey, you know, maybe vote for Larry Sharp. I did a few of those things. But, but I'm not going to be, like, attached to a campaign. And I oh, think that's please, a distraction. Yeah, don't. I think that's a distraction. Yeah. And I think that it takes away and detracts a, a lot of what we already do. Oh, yeah. Um, because for me, the memes transcend the political parties entirely. It's like, it's like the political party is just this one little sub-niche of what we're doing. So why would I dedicate all of our time and resources to that? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I think Matt was just trying to get your thoughts on, like, yeah, I mean, of the ticket. But, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've had all, you know, we've, we've had Joe on. We've had uh, Spike on. Oh, well, Spike, and Je- uh, I don't know a lot about Joe, but I know a lot about Spike. You yeah. know, Spike helped me out with Vermin in, in New Hampshire. Um, I went to the New Hampshire primary after one of our recent pages was sucked and held up some signs and said, why did Facebook delete Liberty memes? And Spike's the one who uh, helped me coordinate <laughs> with Vermin to get Vermin to do it. Oh, that's awesome. Right on. So, bad, uh, so we, got, we got a little press, a little bit of attention. I was even interviewed by Vice. Um, Excellent. Uh, yeah, Vermin is, Vermin is a, a definitely a friend of the show. Vice came along and started asking me all these stupid questions about Russian interference with elections. Of course, I was actually wearing a Bernie Sanders wig and glasses. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I went to the New Hampshire primary where Bernie was. Yeah. I was at the first precinct in Manchester, which is where all the press goes. I, I did that for Ron Paul in 2012. So I know what it's like to be right there in the scrum. And I was like, I'm going to bring my side. And the guy on the news is pretty good. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, no, Spike uh, is, Spike is, uh, Spike's awesome. But yeah, Vice is like, comes up to me and fills me. Obviously, they want me to look like the crazy redneck. You know? <laughs> so they're asking me all this stuff about Russian interference. I'm like, 
sweetheart, just because the Russians may or may not have interfered doesn't mean that Americans didn't hate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you know, oh, by the it's, it's kind of the flip side of the uh, of what Tom Woods always says about Iran, where he's like, you know, all these conservatives are angry uh, because Iran is saying that the United States has terrible policies, and Hillary Clinton is Secretary of State. Maybe the Iranians have the same reasons to hate Hillary Clinton that we do. Oh, that's going to make their heads explode. Yeah, right. so, it did. so it did. I don't know if a it short circuit. Aired. Obviously, it got it got put on the shelf for the whole coronavirus, murder hornets, Tiger King, and, and riots thing. But uh, and what a boon that has been for memes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Well, it's been a boon for us too. We've we've had it's on a ton of people that are just stuck in their houses and desperate to go on, <laughs> desperate to talk to people. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a line you walk there because if you don't believe in spreading their propaganda, um, obviously, if you're going to be memeing every single thing that they do on television, you're giving more attention to that thing that they're doing on television. Okay. But, but I love the fact that we can put our own spin on it and that more people follow our spin on it than follow CNN's spin on it. It's more legitimate. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, I don't mean followers. I just mean, you know, I mean, like, in viral views and things. And and see, I feel like I don't have to watch. I don't have to watch the news because I can see it filtered through Liberty memes. Right. Like I I can still understand what's going on in the world, but I don't have to sit through the mainstream media and the ads and the, and the just, oh, just it's too infuriating. Boil it into the memes and I can digest it easily. Yeah, that's that's part of what we do. Thank you for your service. Honorable, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for my service. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah. So, man. So are you still are you still uh are you still on that Instacart vibe, dude? Why not? I mean, they give me referral fee. Uh, yeah. Not like I get not like I get paid directly by Instacart. People who think that are <laughs> no. total idiots. Um, I get yeah. a referral fee and I provide my followers with jobs. I mean, what's why wouldn't no, I? it's great, man. I was using that a ton when I wasn't allowed to, you know, go to the store and whatnot. So yeah, people are like, "Oh, you have some sort of financial interest." So what? I would hope that anything anyone does comes with a financial interest, simply sure. because that's a great motivator. And the more you pay somebody to do something, the more they can do that thing that they do that you like. All right. So you have a referral um, code for people that want to get into Instacart. Well, we can share that in the notes, hopefully. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't need to do that. All right. But, um, I'll give you my Patreon link. No, I just think it's cool. There's probably people that have been really thinking about. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely give us that. And uh, I'm thinking there might be people that are interested in Instacart. Um, I've heard it's it's a good opportunity right now um, from different people. So. It is. There's consistent work. Uh, a lot of people need work now. So, you know. Listen, like, like we already know, commies will take advantage of any little talking point or any opportunity to have a talking point. Uh, back when there was supposedly some sort of a, a scandal about Instacart tippers being able to remove their tip and all that stuff, it happened a couple times across the platform. Wait, and, like after you uh Yeah, after they, place, after they pay for the order, they can adjust their tip and remove the amount of tip that they've given you. But you've still <laughs> been paid for the shop. You've still been paid for the mileage. You've still been paid for all that stuff. Yeah, um, but they wanted to make a big fluff out of it, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, I'm not doing Instacart because uh, customers can change their tips." And I'm like, "Dude, this barely even." They just happens. needed something to be uh, offended yeah. about. Well, dude, there's nothing yeah. stopping you from leaving no tip when you go to a restaurant. 
you know? Right. Are we going to start banning <laughs> restaurants now? <laughs> I mean, they already did that kind of, but, you know. Yeah, I would say. But I'll tell you, the thing about commies is they have no creativity. And so once they found something that works for them, as soon as it stops working for them, instead of finding something new that works for them, they try to find a way to protest that thing that had been working for them for so long. Mm. So with Instacart, a lot of these people made a lot of money and then suddenly they're not making as much money and now they need to protest that instead of finding a new freaking job. Yeah, that's... So uh, that's a, probably a. I mean, I, I don't want to get. I, I kind of don't want to get started about commies right now. I was in my car <laughs> today. I was, I got my little tiny kids, and they're very impressionable. And they hear daddy start talking about commies, and their ears perk up. What's he talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's getting the old boy. He's getting heated now. And I'm like, these freaking kids who grew up with everything, toilet paper, food, enjoyment, entertainment, bikes, and and big wheels, and anything you can freaking imagine they grew up with those things nobody else got to grow up with everything handed to them and every convenience in the freaking world along with all the social services that we have these spoiled brats want the one thing that we know in history has denied people all those things right right and what the hell is wrong with these people they they've got everything in the world every freaking comfort in the whole world at their hands and they've had it that way their entire lives and that's the oppressor the one percent <laughs> dude it's it's the evil one percent we are yeah, the one percent though <laughs> anyway i'm a, I'm, a, hey. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a granny filter page i can't be doing this <laughs> uh, so david funny. would you say um in your estimate are um or can the left not meme they can't. I, I just. I just don't feel like anything that they do is organic. Yeah. I feel like they. I feel like they're told what to thought, uh, what to think. They believe it, and that's how they express themselves through their. It comes means. down from the top, not up from the from. Doesn't percolate up from the from the unclean masses of of libertarian. Are there, are there any humor? Are there any exceptions to like the, the to leftists that can actually maybe meme maybe the Bernie Bros? They some make oh. a good try at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. There there are some leftist memes that are so good that you know that this didn't make them. Because they're, <laughs> because, yes. because, they're, because they're too perfect. So, for example, you know, the, you know the one with the dude with the fedora, and he's like, so I told her, so I was seeing. Yeah, yeah. And he said yeah. the whole thing, and it turns out he's all by himself. So I made one of those, and, and I was like, so I was saying, and I just wrote out the whole Communist Manifesto. <laughs> the whole <laughs> thing? Well, no, no, the whole, like, preamble to the Communist Manifesto was in yeah. there, com- completely outside of the chat, of the the bubble, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like spread across the entire friggin' page and over the people that were standing off in the hill. It was just like the whole thing, and people were like, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little too it's a little too specific for uh, some they're like, people. Yeah, they're like, "I don't get it. What is this? Is this a leftist meme?" I was like, "Well, it's kind of a leftist meme." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what I, I think a great meme can will will transcend these these classes and and whether the libertarians are the butt of the joke or the or the commies are the butt of the joke, if it's solid, everyone can enjoy it, right? I think I think the commies have been out in full force lately. Obviously, they've taken advantage of these riots. You know, I see Eric July every day being like, "I don't need your scrawny white ass to talk for me." Yes, I love Eric. Um, <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm not scrawny, Eric. Can I you? What do you mean? No, uh, 
But these freaking commies, when I, I drove down the protests in my city a couple nights ago, and they were kind of dissipating, the regular ones were. And suddenly, from every corner of the city while I'm driving, I see these skateboarders and kids, like, nothing against skateboarders, sorry. Uh, <laughs> all dressed like what you normally expect communist agitators to be dressed like, running full tilt toward the city to start some violence because the regular protests were starting to dissipate. Yeah. It's just cowardly, was, right? Because then I'm, I'm sure. It's so cowardly. Yeah. They waited for the nighttime, and they're the ones who destroyed everything. Uh, they waited until it was nighttime, and they really just make everybody hate everything about these protests. Yeah, fortunately, uh, here in Baltimore, we've been relatively peaceful. We haven't had much of those ad- agitators yet. I mean, um, did they all? Did they all? die off in the last riot because the last maybe dude that's bad. what we're, that's what phil and i were speculating yeah, either that or the cops about. are the cops have learned not to uh be as copy in this situation i, mean, I remember my friends playing in that white Sox game against the orioles with nobody in the stands oh yeah 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 so, that was crazy yeah that was well uh, i mean i forgot about like, that yeah it was crazy like i actually know a few libertarians who were protesting yesterday so, I mean, you know, it, it's not just uh, leftists out there protesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, yeah, he, he was uh, saying he was down there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, a- I, went, I went down and checked it out. The thing is, like, a lot of these protests are very peaceful. A lot of them are doing the right thing. I can completely sympathize with what's going on in Minnesota and the need to burn down police stations. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Leave the private property alone. Exactly. But yeah. then obviously you get the you get the fidelitarians commenting and they're like, well, what's not important right now? What's important is that they're getting their rage out. Uh, private property can come second. I'm like, no, it can't. Uh, right. Did you, yeah. Did you hear did you hear in Philly they've been uh, bombing ATMs and one guy even blew himself up in the process? Well, I mean, they get what they deserve. And I say the same thing for the police. These people in Buffalo were trying to basically gang rape a dude in the street last night and somebody drove right over them. Yeah, wow. I saw that. That was fucking Jesus. crazy. I mean, it's all really tragic. Savage. It's all really tragic, though. It's like all these people are getting the consequences of their action, which they rightly deserve, and at the same time, they're doing these actions in the first place because they've, raised, they've been raised to believe that violence is the way to get what you need. Well, yeah. we had a situation also in Philly where a gun store owner was, was being uh, looted. He shot the looter and was criticized by the mayor for being a vigilante taking the law into his own hands and we don't need this blah 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 the the mental gymnastics that it requires to say that the guy defending himself from rioters who are saying that this is how they're going to change the law is the guy taking his the law into his own hands it's a gun store. So they literally, they, they, they wanted that store to get robbed and all those guns to be uh, released on the street, I guess. Well, I mean, they're taking a page from Fast and Furious, of course. <laughs> and I, I don't mean the movie. I mean Eric Holder's program. Oh, with yeah, the, sure. uh, of course, yeah. 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 You know what's oh, yeah, funny? Man. My congressman right now is allegedly a conservative Republican. His name is John Katko. How and did you John, buy a congressman? And how much did he cost? Probably, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you don't want to know what it cost my behind. Um, <laughs> Since you mentioned he was your congressman, I'm just wondering, you know, how what the going price is. Well, as long as they say that they belong to us, then I'm going to say that he belongs to me. You know, this man's my slave. Um, but uh, no, this jackass, 
he was an assistant attorney general, a U.S. attorney general in the Southwest during Fast and Furious. And wow. when he came to the Republican meetings at the time, I was helping another congressional candidate talk to the, you know, keep on message with more like a liberty message at the time. And uh, he came to the meetings with his resume and it was loaded with commendations from Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Janet Reno, Eric Holder. And I'm like, what's this nonsense? You're running as a Republican and, and all the people in here support this guy while he's handing you a resume that says, I work for the left? Hmm. Yeah, I work for the most sadistic and Not even crazy just the left, people. like the worst people in <laughs> politics ever. the worst ever. people ever. <laughs> yeah. But how do you hey guys, how do like, you, forget how do you about work? what side they're on. <laughs> they're just well, that's what people. got Bob Barr the LP nomination. But how do you work as, you know, a vice principal, per se, of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southwest at the exact same time Fast and Furious is happening and not have anything to do with it. Right. Oh, I yeah. Think, sure. I don't think that's possible. And that's, no. one of the reasons, that's one of the reasons it went away is because a lot of the people in charge of it were Republicans. Mm. So, they, yeah, they didn't want to pursue Holder. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, why would they? Why would they? These people all work together. Most U.S. Yeah. attorneys, a lot of them are conservative Republicans. They claim to be apolitical. Um, and or, or they call themselves conservative Republicans once they run for office. Sure. So, yeah. so they're like, yeah, we don't need you digging into that particular thing because uh, we were part of that. And, and that's, that's the same for most of these scandals. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, bipartisanship is when the two sides team up to rob us. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we want the least bipartisanship we can get. Yes, yeah, please I mean, stop the reaching most across that. possible. Please, please stop reaching across that aisle. It's kind of hurting my livelihood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they reach around the aisle, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, they reach around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there may or may not have been a twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, $1,200 was the reach around. <laughs> Did you see that meme we posted on Liberty Memes that were like, showed the city on fire and it was a live stream and the first comment was, well, I guess we're not getting a second stimulus check. Yeah. Isn't there talk now of, uh, don't we get like riot stimulus checks? Shouldn't there be a new round of like just people get paid? Yeah, won't there be small of... business loans that go to like fucking Walmart? <laughs> well, yeah, and then there's these bastards. And then there's these total bastards, you know, they're like, oh, well, we took care of you during coronavirus. We paid you money. Well, like what freaking family of six, seven, or eight can live off $3,000 for four months? They didn't even yeah. send three thousand. They sent well, yeah, I guess twelve hundred a person. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like on average, you know, you get twelve hundred here and then Plus another five hundred. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, a lot of people didn't qualify for anything. Yeah, a lot of people didn't get anything just because the system neglected them. Uh, even if there were people who do file, a lot of people don't file, uh, so they're not going to get anything. A lot of people are different ages. You know, think about yeah, uh, what about. What about college students just striking out on their own in life? You know, people who just turned 18 and need to pay for an apartment and don't have any work. And they've yeah, they have five they, taxes right. They would have had a they restaurant job. They would have had a restaurant job or a retail job. And now, they, they, now they, they're, they're all gone. Or they would have had nothing. Or they just graduated from college and they were about to move into an apartment and now they live in their parents' basement. Right. So, right. And there's a woman I work with. She, she got uh, put in her bank account. She got $1,200. Just put it right in her bank account, and then she got one a uh, $1,200 check sent in the mail. So she got doubled up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's, 
the same check too. So it's like, what the fuck? I got the I got yeah, the bank then, deposit and then the the nice letter from Trump saying that I got the bank deposit like like four <laughs> weeks after I got it. <laughs> just lighting up fireworks all over town lately. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, they've been the lighting that shit off in my neighborhood all week. Oh, cool. And I keep getting like citizen oh, notifications, my. like, <laughs> oh, there's gunshots in your neighborhood. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> I don't really care about that. If yeah. I'm gonna die, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. It's just how it is. Um, yeah. Uh, but my family is Yellow. my first priority, so I'll take care of them first and foremost. And after that, whatever happens to me, I don't really care. Well, like, like I live in a neighborhood in Baltimore. Like, I'm, I'm like a stone throw away from Baltimore City. So, like, there are times when I'm like, uh, you know, my wife will be on on the couch, and I'll be on the couch, and we're chilling out. And we hear a loud bang, and it's like, was that a gunshot or a firework? I mean, because really, in my neighborhood, it could be either. I mean, yeah, it could be have, either in mine too, but lately, it's usually, been the 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 less violent one. And <laughs> mine is usually just a gunshot. You know, those fireworks will keep you up all night. Oh yeah, well, there's that too. <laughs> but I think that's the most violent of all. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like I don't know, I I love fireworks. Like my my wife loves them, but I I love them. Yeah, I mean they're kids. cool to watch, I guess, for like five minutes until your neck starts hurting, and you're like, I, mean, right. I, I like hearing them too. I mean, and I think it has to do with the fact that they're illegal where we live. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, cool, that's a person that disobeys a bullshit law. That's Fuck true, that. dude. That's true. Wait, 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 I mean, who just said their neck hurts for watching fireworks? I said that. Get Jared. off the damn internet and go outside and exercise for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, when you're like sure. looking up into the sky, yeah, you're Jared, watching. Jared, you just gonna log out a fucking X hamster, dude. Close those eight X hamster windows, dude. I, dude my gym, all my gyms are closed, dude. What am I supposed Jared's to do? Like, oh, why are you gonna do me dirty, dad? Man? I can't. Like, I can't do my. How am I neck? gonna work those forearms? Yeah, how am I gonna? <laughs> <laughs> well, that exercise has already been handled, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, Jagoffs. <laughs> so uh i think this has devolved very nicely well, yeah dude how, how we how we roll dude you know what? On acting the like this and you know what acting like this living your life not spending every single second talking about politics this is how you change the world by living it yeah for sure yeah and, and making memes it's, about it yeah yeah i mean we make these i make and these shit memes. posting but I make these memes Especially. because they because they're a creative outlet. I make these memes because they spread a message that I believe in. You make those make, memes for the children. Well, <laughs> well, the children. <laughs> well, I make these memes because the more the page grows, the bigger the reach. The bigger the reach, the more people I can help on causes. Ditto. Yeah, the cost thing is definitely real cool, man. So yeah. what I tell people is, hey, if you, you know, if you just kind of see my memes and you like them, but don't actually click like on them, you're kind of hurting our ability to help others. <laughs> I weigh that little guilt trip on people. No, I mean, but I mean you know it's, it's because, true. Because selectivism is a real thing. You know, people are like, yeah, I believe in what you're saying. I'm like, okay, so actually share our stuff. And they're like, no, I just screenshot and crop, man. You know, there's one reason that I don't share Liberty memes as much as I could. It's because everybody I know is already subscribed. I feel like, right? Like, 
kind of like showing something that everybody already sees anyway. But yet I still share them because I know not everybody does. And I know they, there's still going to be a treat for, for the minority that aren't. So, Yeah, minorities. Minorities are important. <laughs> let me be let me just be a random random corporation that reminds everybody that minorities are important right now yeah. alright let me be Reebok in this time yes, I believe that but strife. I believe that because I believe that all human life is sacred and an extension of that is your property if you don't have the stuff that belongs to you you can't live your life in a normal fashion and if that's happening your liberty is taken away your life is taken away so private property is so, so sacred. So when we get people who are like, well, let's not focus on that little nerdy detail right now. I'm like, nerdy detail? Property, life, liberty, and property are this triune, you know, Trifecta. critical, cri- triune, critical tenet of what we believe. It's basically the sum of what we believe. So, for libertarian, so for a libertarian, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you guys are just fake. You believe in overthrowing the government, but then everybody who's actually doing it, you don't support. I'm like, yeah, I do support them. Just don't mess with private citizens. Well, yeah, you're not overthrowing the government when you're burning down the Target. Or, no, the, or the, the not even, forget the Target, the fucking pizzeria on the corner. Like, no, this isn't the government. Like, this is some guy that's just trying to make a living and 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 well, yeah, you, know, you become pizza. the government when you do that not only do you become the government but you also become an abusive government that same government that you're pretending that you're trying to, to throw off and well you also you also I, encourage the government to, the to respond like, well that's when i get to the point where i'm like well these people are doing this because they believe in this there are people who actually want justice for people who are being murdered uh by police and then there's the people who destroy private property. So it's, it's actually important to separate these people because yeah. anybody who's doing that doesn't give crap all about actual justice. So they wouldn't be meeting out the same injustices or worse on people who are uninvolved. Well, and you see the protesters, the, the good protesters actually fighting off these people. There's been numerous videos of that with the, with the protesters actually um you know Rooftop doing like Korean. citizens arrests on the yeah. uh yeah well yeah that and just like citizens arrests on people that are grabbing bricks out of the ground and yeah you know, wasn't there the one them. wasn't there the one where there was an old lady in a wheelchair that was beat in minneapolis and they're like look they beat up an old lady in a wheelchair and it turned out she was like driving through the crowd stabbing people yeah 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 <laughs> she's trying to prevent people from getting in the side door of the target that was on fire yeah, I mean, it all, it all depends on what they show you. It all depends on what yeah. the TV shows you. So that's why we meme. Hey, Dave. That's why um, <laughs> Dave, so we're, we're about out of time here. Is there anything you would like to plug? Well. Besides Jared's butthole. Well, after what I, well, after what I went through with my congressman, <laughs> yeah. I've had a, a touch of incontinence. Um. No, I would like people to join my Patreon, Liberty Memes. It's uh, patreon.com slash Liberty Memes. Um, a lot of the things I do, I dedicate full time to. The things that we do for Liberty Memes, I dedicate full time to. And that's what the Patreon exists for, is to compensate those efforts and uh, make it so that I can do more of those things. I think that's important. The other cool thing is, you don't, you don't have to be a member of my group. I don't really care, as long as you're out in the world doing, uh, you know, promoting liberty um but we do have a private group for our patrons and that is generally where i would say 85 percent of the people who fund these causes come from so it's a really cool group 
What's the name of your group? Well, there's Liberty Memes Community Group, which is kind of the uh, welcome mat to Liberty Memes groups. And then there's Liberty Memes Patreon members, which is for the people who join us on Patreon. Cool. 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 Nice, man. And it's, it's just a great place because you, because people who join on Patreon, they want to support what we're doing. And people who want to actually support causes want them to do well. So they're not prone to having endless arguments about the stupidest things on the planet. Because they're like, you know what? I don't want to wreck this group because we're getting good stuff done. So there's less just random shit talking and, there's well, not shit talking, but like disruption, uh, that sort of thing. It happens from time to time because people get drunk or people get stupid or people forget why they're there. But right. but in general, it is actually a breath of fresh air because it's a libertarian group that's getting things done instead of just running for office or saying that we should run for office or shouldn't or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, David, like, uh, dude, it's it's been like a blast having you on. Hey, who's this dude? Who's that? Uh oh, we got we got a is guy he masked, you. dude. Is he masked? Come on. Social anyway. distancing? No, nah, we don't. We don't believe in social distancing in Northside. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, dude, yeah, it's it, it's been a blast having you on, man. And uh, I'd like to have you on again if if you're able sometime. If if you're down. I hear that a lot, you know, but nobody ever calls back. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean dude, seriously. I'll send you a text like, later. Right? <laughs> down, let me know, dude. It's dude, like those are trying to send you a dick pic, dude. It's, yeah. like when you have, it's like when you still have a PS3 and everybody else in the neighborhood has PS4. It's like, uh, we're not going to play with him anymore. This dude had to <laughs> download three apps to be able to do this call tonight. So uh, he's not <laughs> This guy has horrible audio. We're not letting him back on. No, <laughs> well, well, okay, dude, seriously, if you want no, to come no, back no. on, just to like, fucking keep in touch, man. Yeah. I mean, I'd, be, I'd be down to have you back on, man. I, I like I like what you do. And then, dude, I, I remember like way back years ago, like I started Punk Rock Libertarians in 2009. And then uh, like I remember like throughout the years, there was a number of times when I would send like private messages to your page and mm-hmm. we would like, we would help promote each other's shit. And yeah, that, was, uh, that was me. That was yeah. me. And that's one of the other things. Well, well, dude, I don't fucking forget that, dude. That's one of the other things people don't understand about Liberty Means is if you're like us and you believe in the cause, we want we want to help you grow because the no, more I've known you there, forever, the bigger dude. the reach. This isn't a competition, and the people who take it as a competition or some sort of a meme war are totally mistaken. We should be in this together. We should be helping each other grow because each one of us reaches a different corner of the world. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Hell yeah, man! Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, yeah, hey, it, brother. Dude, make <laughs> no mistake. Border. Make no mistake, dude. We we love you around here, man. And if you ever want to come back on, dude, hit us up. Otherwise, we're gonna fucking hit you up, dude. Yeah. So, hit me up, bros. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we've got uh, we got t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL, you'll receive a ten percent discount. If you spend fifty dollars or more and you type in the code PRL two, you'll receive a twenty percent discount. A discount. I'll buy some of them. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is brought to you to you in part by Conversations About Freedom podcast, hosted by Moral Bob. And uh, you can also visit Punk Rock Libertarians over at Patreon and help keep the electricity on over here in Anarchy Basement. Podcast oh. ranker too. Oh yeah, one more. Yeah, LibertyPodcastRanker.com. dot com. Check that shit out. Vote for your favorite podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, as and long right, as it's Punk Rock Libertarians. There yeah, you and, go. And vote right for us now, first, and then vote for your next favorite. 
Yeah, and, and right now we're going to go over to Anarchy Bar. So if you guys want to like drink a beer and smoke a bowl with us, um, follow us over there. It's on Facebook, the group Anarchy Bar, hosted by Punk Rock Libertarians. Until next time, live free or die. Stay this is break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags of the tax